Hey, welcome to the C3 Auckland podcast. If you'd like more information about our church, head to c3church.org.nz. We hope you enjoy this message. Uh, hey, I just want to, uh, you know, talk about peace in a world of trouble is really uh, our message here tonight. And, uh, you know, for anybody that says the church is boring, basically we're sending 180 teenagers for uh, a whole week was Zach Kim in charge. So, uh, you know, if we're not radical, if we're not risk takers. <laughs> Amen. All right, here we are. In a world of trouble. And my scripture here tonight is, uh, it's going to be really safe though for all those kids, really. It's going to be awesome. Um, John 16 verse 33 says, I've told you these things, so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. And I love this scripture, such a powerful scripture. Come on, we just thank God for His Word right now. I mean, it's just amazing. It's amazing. It's why we, you know, we just try and get our church in the Word every day. And it, sometimes it feels like we just hammer on about it, but I, I really just want to encourage you so much to be in the Word every day, because the Word is just full of this gold, this amazing, and it's not just inspirational comments, it's the words of life. You read them, and it actually physically changes you and shifts you. Um, and so, hey, when we think about trouble, um, I've got uh, particular expertise in that subject. Um, you know, maybe there's some of us here tonight that have had their fair share of trouble. Who feels like you've sort of been in the zone of trouble in your life. You, you've been a magnet for trouble. Just mainly people on this side. This, this side over here is pretty good. Um, <laughs> I was thinking about what story could I tell about trouble. Uh, I've, I've got many. It's like a book that I could read. But I, I remember one time, just the, the sensation, the feeling of being in deep trouble. Um, when, when I was 15 years old, I, I got <laughs> this job by somebody, and I blamed them because I was 15 and they employed me to paint their house, like the whole house, the whole house. I mean, that's just irresponsible to give a 15-year-old a lot of paint. <laughs> and anyway, it was a really hot day in Christchurch, Bowhill Road in Christchurch in North Brighton. And, uh, and my friend came over and it was really hot and we just, we started having a paint fight. Because, <laughs> you know, it's and anyway, so this guy had a classic car there as well, a 1963 EJ Holden. So you know, you know what happens because the paint fight involved getting these panga branches and just dipping them in the paint. <laughs> so basically, we had this paint fight, and then we're just standing around in the end, just like it was like, oh, I guess I should get back to work. And then I just looked at the car. <laughs> it just it was just like polka dot. It was like a green and polka dot classic vehicle. And just that feeling of waiting for the owner to come back, I was just like trying to come up with some explanation that would justify all these bits of panga with paint all over them and just paint all around the lawn and his classic car. Oh man, it was, it was such a bad feeling. And some of you know what that feels like. In the end, it was okay because I offered to, I just came up with something radical and I offered to buy the car and he sold it to me. And <laughs> So I bought this 1963 EJ Holden. Now, today, that car would be worth about 40000 I bought it for $200. Oh 
So it was just this amazing solution to a seriously bad problem. I said, hey, can I buy your car? <laughs> I've just wrecked it. Um, so that was great. And he actually paid me for painting the house, which was stupid because it looked so bad. <laughs> I think he sold the house shortly afterwards. Um, but, you know, here's the thing is that no matter what we do, trouble seems to find us, some more than others. But God offers us peace. He says, I've told you these things so that in me you may have peace. And as Christians, we have we got to understand we've been given peace. And so the message is don't dwell on the trouble. We're all going to find ourselves in trouble at sometimes. And don't try and create trouble because it's going to find you no matter where you hide. But don't dwell on the trouble. Dwell on the peace that God gives us to get us through any situation. Let the peace of Christ rule in your heart. And, you know, as we finish this year, we're going to pray in a moment. In fact, in a moment, we're going to have communion together. And maybe even online, you can find a way to do that because communion is such a great moment when we just reflect on our great God and not dwell on the problems of our life right now. So, you know, don't be a stressed out Christian. And I do want to pray for that in a moment, for peace. I just want every single person walking out the door today just understanding the amazing peace of Christ that passes all understanding. And so this Christmas season, don't be a stressed out Christian. Because we just, we just act like the world. It's easy to act like the world around us. But don't be a stressed out Christian. Be a person of peace. Let peace rule. There's got to be something different about us. In, in the place that you work, you know, pro- probably these days, you know, as we go to work in the next few days, these days are pretty stressed out days. So don't join the world in that, but turn up as a person with peace. You know, and not just enough peace for you, but peace to share, peace to overflow into other people's lives, to, to uh, impact others. Uh, peaceful people right now stand out. God gives us peace. The world is going to stress you out, but God's, God wants to give you peace here tonight. And, you know, we can be people trying so hard to, to fit in, but don't try so hard that you join the world around you. I, I'd rather, you know, if I could give you some advice, I'd, I'd encourage you to try and fit in, in the kingdom a lot more than in the world. Because you're going to never measure up in this world, but in the kingdom, you, you've got a perfect fit. There's a place for you. Come on, who's, who's excited about that? There is a place for you. God makes a place for you. For, e- for every person here tonight, God wants you to know that there is, he, he's, he's actually created a place for you. It's not just like, oh yeah, just get over there, you troublemaker. Um, he's created a place for you. And in fact, I want to say this uh, young guy here, just over here with this uh, I don't even know what color his t-shirt is, but yeah, the guy turned around. Yeah, this, yeah. What's, what's this guy's name? Olive, an olive t-shirt. That would be the word. Yeah. What, what's your name, man? Justice. That is a that is a seriously great name. You're in trouble now, Justice. No, I just I, I just wanted to say to you, I just saw you there up the front, and you know, God, He knows all about you. He's created you. And he's just put an amazing spirit inside of you. And I think you're going to be just, just a powerful young man 
under the presence of God. And even, even right now tonight, just get this peace of God upon your life. And, and, and you're not going to stress out about your future and just stress out about your life because you're going to know that God is for you. And with a name like Justice, you're ready for something big in the kingdom. And, and I believe that God is going to use your life to glorify God. Your life is going to glorify God. You're going to be an amazing young man. How, how old are you? 13. You know, that's what this world needs, some 13-year-olds that know who they are in Christ. So come on, let's give it up for Justice here tonight. Justice, God has created a place for you in His kingdom. You know, you could spend a lifetime trying to fit in in this world and never quite feel like you've done it, but God has created a place for you. You know, we can spend our time trying to look right, trying to act like, right, trying to prove ourselves. That is receiving what the world has to offer. It's, it's simply this continual journey of trying to fit in but never quite making it. That's the world's gift to you. But God's gift to you is peace. It's peace. It's going to be okay. You know, it's like that 15-year-old waiting to tell this guy that he just ruined his car, you know. Whatever situation you find yourself in today, God's gift to you is peace to say, Hey, it's all right. Somehow, somehow, somehow we're going to get through this, you know. Sometimes we create trouble, and, you know, I'm not encouraging you to do that. Please just keep away from trouble. But if you find yourself there, God's peace can get you through. There's no situation that uh, is surprising God. God wasn't surprised by COVID. All the preachers were. You know, we all preached this year, 2020. <laughs> 2020. I, I was in a pastor's meeting recently. We are all just saying <laughs> 2020, your greatest year. Um, you know, we were all surprised by it, but God wasn't surprised by it. He's in control. He knows what's happening. He didn't, he didn't create COVID to hurt this world. The, wor the world is a broken, fallen place, and that's where these things come in. But God gives you peace. It's His gift. And this word, peace, if we can just bring this up, I want to read it to you. I want to just speak it upon your life because it's so amazing. Uh, peace. In this, in this phrase, in the scripture, comes from the Greek word irene. And it, this is what it means. I don't want to speak this over your life because this is God's gift to you, uh, church. Unity, the state of national tranquility. Like, isn't that crazy? Isn't that what our nation needs right now? You see, it needs you with the peace of God. When you get the peace of God upon your life, you've got unity with Christ. You've got a state of national tranquility that you can lead into your workplace, into your school, into your family, into your community, into your situation, a vision for what God wants to see. Unity. And, and it was just encouraging me and encouraging us as a church that, you know, we've got this beautiful uh, unity event that, that our church has helped to bring together um, uh, called Open Heaven, and we're running it in four cities across the nation this year uh, in the second, in, in the, in the, uh, the beginning of February. And uh, it is February 2nd in Spark Arena. We're also in Whangarei, in Wellington, in Christchurch. So we've got a nationwide week of, of prayer, of just us representing what God wants to see upon this nation a state of national tranquility. So I'd love it if you could all be there. Make an effort. It's sort of in between two holiday weekends, but it's one of the greatest uh, nights in the New Zealand calendar in my book because we fill a state, uh, uh, an arena 
full of, uh, full of people uh, worshipping God. A state of national tw- tranquility, exemption from rage and havoc of war. So tomorrow, when somebody cuts in front of you, you don't have to rage. You can just let the peace of God come upon your life. Peace between individuals, harmony, concord, security, safety, prosperity. The tranquil state of a soul assured of its salvation through Christ and so fearing nothing from God and content with its earthly lot. And and I did want to encourage us all here today as we're just meditating on that. That, That's God's gift to us, guys. But but being, um, yeah, that last statement there, which didn't make it to the screen, but was part of the uh, readout of what this word means, being content with its earthly lot. You know, as we do Christmas this year, let's not be feeling like, oh man, I I haven't got as much stuff as that other guy, and man, I just want to get more stuff than him, and I just, come on, that's the world. But just there's a sense of being content with what God's blessed you with. That, that's, that's, that's not saying you don't have a dream for something big. But just to be able to be content and thankful. And just say, God, I just thank you so much that we live in, as, as Pastor Zach said, that we live in this beautiful nation of New Zealand. Uh, we, just, we just went around the top of the North, uh, South Island with uh, our family in the last week. And I'm a South Islander. I've been to like more places in the South Island than just about everybody, I promise you. But I'd never been to Golden Bay, and we went all the way around this place called Golden Bay, right up to the most northwestern spot of the of the South Island. Like, amazing. I'd never even been there. I'm like, oh my gosh, so beautiful. You know, we live in this incredible country. Just to be thankful and content with what we got. This word, arene, uh, is, the, is the root of the English word, serene. So you can have serenity in Christ while the world is raging around you. Come on, this, this Christmas, don't, don't let your household be, be stressed out, but just let, let the peace of God come. Peace is not based on circumstances. It's based on our connection to God. It says, in this world you will have trouble. Don't we know it? You know, and don't be surprised by it. Trouble is part of life. Uh, in fact, for many of us, we were the trouble before Jesus got a hold of our lives. And so Jesus knows how to deal with trouble. Because look at us now. He turns us around. Trouble, trouble is not a readout on whether you're doing right or wrong. So if you're facing some tough situation right now, don't think, man, I must be such a loser. You're just in trouble. You're just in a moment, in a tough situation. Trouble is part of the human condition. There will be trouble in families. There'll be trouble in the church. There'll be trouble definitely in your workplace. But don't get caught up in it. Don't become a product of the world or you will end up as broken as this world. We have peace. You know, the song we're going to sing in a moment, I love it. You know, we had uh, this great musician friend of ours, Aaron Hardy, and in his song it says, he never told me that it will be easy. He said suffering will come, but he promised peace. And we've got to realize that a bit more. Being, being a Christian doesn't make your life easy. And in fact, in some, in, in, in some respects, 
it makes it so much better. As was talked about on the stage tonight, it transforms your life. But in some respects, it makes it harder because now we've got to walk this narrow path and the world's just doing whatever, whatever they want, whenever they want. And God says, just stay here. And we're like, wow, that's, that's hard. He never told us that it would be easy. He said suffering will come, but he promised peace. He promised peace. So come on, church, whatever you're going through tonight, his gift to you is peace. Peace to endure, to stand, to keep walking. You know, come on, if there's somebody here tonight, you feel like on the verge of like giving up or falling over, can I just encourage you to receive peace tonight? Peace of the Lord. He says, I see you. I know, I know where you are. I'm for you. I'm with you. I'm going to get you through. He hasn't brought you this far to just, to just let you stumble and fall right at this moment. He goes, that's all I've got. Sorry. He's got you. He's got you. He's got you on a, on a pathway, on a plan to his purpose for your life. Come on, who believes that tonight? He's, he's got you. He's got your back. He's with you. He's with your family. So don't always expect it to be an easy path. It's, it's a higher life. It's the high road. It's the narrow path. That's why we, we help each other make it. We help each other walk on that path. It's easier to follow the world, but peace combats the trouble that the world experiences every day. John 14, 27 says, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives to you. Let your hearts not be troubled. Neither let them be afraid. And our main scripture goes on, but take heart, I have overcome the world. God is an overcomer. He is, he is our champion of the faith. Christ overcame sin and death. He broke the power. He broke the power of, of everything that threatens to take you down, to stand in your way, to shut you down. Christ has broken through. He's overcome every situation that you were going to face. He's been there. He's taken care of it. And we have inherited, every single one of us here, you may not feel strong tonight, but we have inherited an overcoming spirit. Every single one of you here, you're created to be an overcomer. And so don't, come on, let's, let's all of us, let's not give in to human weakness. We, we also, we possess the spirit of an overcomer, but we also possess the spirit of, of just being humanly weak. But don't give in to that. It's not what you're created for. You can overcome. 1 John 5 and verse 4, this will be one of my favorite all-time scriptures, says, for everyone born of God overcomes the world. It's so amazing. Just let that speak into your life right now. Let me say it to you. For everyone born of God overcomes the world. Isn't that amazing? Who, who are we to overcome? You know, some of us, we can't, it doesn't feel like we can overcome this week. But when you're born of God, when you stood on that altar and spoke those words and invited Christ into your life, the Bible says you were born to be an overcomer. You were born to this 
overcoming spirit, to walk in the pathway of Christ and defeat sin and death, to overcome every situation that was going to try and take a hold of you. He's letting you know that so you don't worry and spend your life in worry. So uh, just before we pray, we're going to take communion shortly, but here's just a few thoughts, some keys on finding peace in a world of trouble. Number one is this, don't let the what-ifs get to you. You know, it's the worst thing you can do, like what if, what if, like we make mountains out of situations that haven't even happened yet. Come on, give me a wave if you do that. Okay, this is not me and honest people here tonight, come on, give me a wave if you do that. I do it, I do it. Don't, don't get into the what ifs this Christmas. Don't even do it. What happens if 2021? What, what about my job? What about, don't even go there. It hasn't even happened. Don't let your mind run away with situations that haven't even happened yet, with worry, with stress, with, don't put your focus on the trouble. You know, it's no use praying for peace if you keep going back to worry. And I believe even tonight in this meeting, because, you know, not just because I'm saying it, but because God's already declared it, that some people here tonight can let peace overcome stress and worry and anxiety in their lives. It can happen right here tonight in the house of God. That's why we gather, because it's a powerful place. Keep your eyes on Christ. Number two, keep your perspective eternal. God is in control. Romans 8, 31 says, If God is, is for you, who can be against you? Come on, we make the mountain so big in front of us, don't we? And I, I'm not trying to minimize that sometimes, guys, we find ourselves in, in a tough moment. But let me just speak that over your life, if that's you here tonight. Scripture says, If God is for us, who can be against us? The Scripture goes on to say, Who can stand against God's chosen one. Can I tell you here tonight, you are chosen by God. You're chosen. The scripture says, who can stand? Who can stand? As you know who you are in Christ, you're unstoppable. God wants you to have this peace, this conviction, this understanding, and just keep lifting your eyes. Our destination is eternity. Some of us were like, and I'm the same, God, why hasn't this happened? Why? Why? Why wasn't 2020 our best year ever? (laughs) But it's not over yet. Our destination is eternity, and God's going to get us there. Guys, what we've got to do is hang in with Him. Hang in with each other, and God's going to get us there. He's not going to give up on us. Keep your perspective eternal. Number three, be an overcomer. God, I love this. God turns troublemakers into overcomers. There's no project. <laughs> there's no project that God can't deliver on. You're out there. You feel like a troublemaker. You feel like you know you've ruined some stuff in life. I'm telling you, God can turn your situation around the most amazing way. He really can. Be an overcomer. Romans 12 verse 21 says, "Overcome evil with good." That's what we're going to do, guys. And heading into 20. 21. Our church, we are, I'm so, I'm so passionate about this, that we are going to overcome evil with good. 
you know, we, we're going to do our food bank and we're going to bless people and send packages out of care. And we, we, we're just going to do whatever we can as a church to overcome evil with good. This country's in a contest, man. Don't avoid it. Don't try and just live a happy life. That's not even Christian, you know. Just join the community of Christ as we take a stand in 2021. And for these ones, I know there's, I don't know where we're up to right now with our leadership uh, internship, but maybe 10, have we got 10? Is it like we got 10? For you, for you 10 that are coming on, it's gonna be an amazing year. And maybe there's somebody sitting here and you're like, you know what, I'm, I'm sort of called to the ministry. I'm doing, I, I need, just, just step right in. Take your opportunity. But for you 10 and whoever else wants to join the team, um, you're gonna be part of a radical time next year. In our whole churches, as we, you're going to become an overcomer. For for those ten, give me give me a wave if you're here and you're doing the uh, internship next year. Just give me a wave. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> you guys are going to be overcomers. And number four is let the peace of Christ rule. In your heart, Colossians 3.15, let the peace of Christ rule in your heart since as members of one body, you are called to peace. We are the church. We're called to peace. There are some moments and next year we're gonna do it. We're gonna stand. You gotta stand, you gotta fight. But we gotta be people that know how to have peace in our lives. If we're not centered in the peace of Christ, the presence of the Lord, uh, we're actually not gonna be able to stand for anything. Let Him rule. Come on, this summer. 2020. Let's be a, let's be a, a bunch of people, a church, a community, where Christ rules in our heart. When Christ is the Lord, His culture of faith and peace will flow into our lives. We hope you enjoyed this message. If you'd like to know more about our church or to find out what's coming up, check out c3church.org.nz.